Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. It's a small show today because we're talking about something that is, you know, all about the guy we have on today, who is Mr. Patrick. Welcome. Thank you. And we're talking Bible boys, so that's why Mr. Patrick's on, because he happens to be one. I am. He definitely is, and he's like one of the ones who all the boys who I talk to who happen to be by when they find out about him, they're like, oh, my God, he's such an inspiration. <laughs> that's that's very flattering, honestly. Wow. So many do not, their wives do not know, and, well, it can be a little bit of a problem. So, you know how that goes. So, you're you're out proud and... A bisexual man, and we wanted to do this show because we had a large growth in our bisexual self-identification in our survey. Yeah, baby. We went, we went from next to nothing, I think like 4% to 20-something percent in a year. So it was like, whoa. And I think this man had a lot to do with those. I'm not too sure about that, but uh, I'd like I think to so. think so. I think so, because... Bi and straight guys are wearing more underwear, and that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Definitely. And they get called gay because they wear underwear, and that's just stupid. It's ridiculous. Which, I don't understand that. I don't live in the straight world, so I don't get it. And nor would I want to live in the straight world. No offense (laughs) to straight people, but I'm happy in my gay world. And the Broville and the bros can't can't deal, can't deal at all. So being told you're gay because you wear a thong or a jock or a bikini just makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. I mean, I I don't get it either. I think it's just that they're insecure, to be honest. Right? There's no other reason. They're just a pain in the ass. I'm just telling you. And even the women do it, too. So it's not just like the men do it, but yep. the women. Because if you listen to the one I did with uh, John a couple weeks ago, where he said his girlfriend at the time thought that uh, boxer briefs were the sexiest or boxers or whatever. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? A lot of women I, think that way, though, to be honest. I mean, and I think it's just because society that's what society pushes. So the women just go along with that. But, well, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, and maybe they do like that. I don't know. Maybe they just, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Well, there are guys who do like the boxer briefs. And, you know, if that's what you love, go for it. But I'd like to think there are more women who want to see their man in something more appealing than boxers because i I agree but i think they're afraid to again because society standards and i think that's honestly really what it comes down to i think they're like just you know a coded that way to believe that guys are supposed to wear boxers or boxer briefs and god forbid they wear anything else and it's just crazy i do think it's gotten better over the years uh, recently than you know maybe 10 years ago but it's still very much out there and it's crazy. And again, like women or partners in general, doesn't have to be a woman, uh, can have their preferences on what they like their partner to wear. But at the end of the day, it's still your decision to wear what you want to wear and wear what you want to wear because it makes you feel sexy and it makes you, you know, feel good about yourself. Even if it's not the style that your partner prefers you to wear, too bad. 
you know, that's their preference, but they can't push their preferences on you. Exactly. I totally agree. You need to wear what you love as well. I think every so often you can wear something your partner likes that you don't because Mm -hmm. just because, but it shouldn't be like, you need to wear this all the time. Right. If you hate it. But that's, that's just my opinion. And we know how well my relationships have worked out in the past. So (laughs) I am not one to judge (laughs) others in their relationship since I haven't had one in a while. Yeah. They always end. It happens. Eh, some people are made for relationships and some people are not. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And obviously I am the I am not, and that is totally fine with me. I have no problems with that. I know people who who do have issue with that. Either why I'm not taken or why they're not taken, but usually when they talk to me, I'm like, "Mm, no, I know exactly why I'm single. (laughs) I don't need you to tell me anything, but I know exactly why. Thanks. 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 But speaking of, what was the word I'm looking for? Oh, speaking of mainstream appeal, did you see, I posted it this week on the blog for National Underwear Day, the jockey with the country singer, what's his name? I forget his name. Luke Bryan. Uh, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, Where it's like, these are your new standards. And she got thongs and he's like, am I being pranked? And I'm like, seriously, Jockey, on National Underwear Day, you pull the shit. I know. But I'm again, like, that goes back to what we were just saying. The society is pushing these, you know, things. Well, the part that gets me is they make thongs for men. Right. Which... They're not very comfortable, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything about their underwear. But I'm saying they make the style, so they're making fun of it. I'm going, yeah. okay. And then, again, if you look back in the 70s, 80s, at their advertising, it was very much bikinis, uh, right. sports stars, and underwear. And now you've gone totally the other way. So you're reinforcing this idea that, oh, you can only wear boxer briefs if you're a guy. Right. But don't forget, you know, they're a company, a main, a, a big underwear company that, you know, definitely more of the masses in general know the name Jockey as opposed to maybe a brand like Jack Adams, for instance. True. So they're marketing to those people because they sell boxer briefs because, again, guys, most guys just don't know any better that there's other styles or that they could wear other styles because they're afraid to etc so that their boxer briefs sell you know so they're basically doing marketing to make money and and they know the boxer briefs sell for guys so it's kind of crap but i agree that you know it's totally a double standard where you know you sell thongs for men and you're ragging on them in the same breath Exactly. It's because they were changing their image. But then the most controversial thing I've ever posted on the blog, believe it or not, was the day they announced Tim Tebow was their spokesperson. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. All hell broke loose (laughs) because he is not known for his. What's the word I'm looking for? Um. Openness. Let's just say it's openness to try new things. Right. Sure. Because 
And then he would never, the only thing he wore were the t-shirts. He would not wear the underwear. Right. And I'm like, how can you have an underwear spokesperson who doesn't wear your underwear? Not a what? Good <laughs> what? I know. Because it's like, what are you people doing? I don't understand. And they were trying to break that out of their mold of being like the stodgy underwear company of your father. And now they kind of slid back into the, oh, let's make fun of thongs. So it reinforces that. And it's like, you know, you need to get over this jockey. I agree. And you know what? And maybe in 20 years or something when thongs really get popular, because I, I honestly think they're going to get more and more popular, as we've seen over the past you know, five years. They're probably going to switch their marketing strategy and then they're going to be trying to market their thongs. And because that's the trend, you know, it's just, it's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, this is why, again, there's people out there in the world thinking certain ways and that only guys should be wearing boxer briefs is because these companies are marketing it that way. And it's Ugh. ridiculous. You know, how, how many thong ads do you see from? big underwear companies, you know, anywhere. Obviously we get emails from, you know, the companies that we buy and stuff like that. And obviously the guys are in thongs or bikinis or briefs or whatever, but any underwear ads that you see anywhere from Calvin Klein, Jockey, you know, any of these companies, none of them are really wearing briefs and definitely aren't wearing thongs, you know? Exactly. Uh, it makes me mad. Makes them mad, but it is changing slowly but surely. We've seen the whole industry change in the last couple of years, and I think that more straight guys than ever are out, more bi guys, as we said, are out wearing underwear, mm -hmm. which has shocked me that it's happened because you think it would happen gradually over the last 14 years, but it's been sort of like. It was gay, 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 gay. And then the last like couple of years is like straight guys just come out of the woodwork. It's like all of a sudden it wasn't like a <laughs> gradual buildup, but it's just like because if you look at Twitter, you look at Instagram, the number of straight guys on both and by guys has hugely expanded. Yeah. Uh, because I was talking to one guy on another site that one of the dating sites that has everyone on it about his underwear and just chatting about the underwear. And he's like, you're the first real gay guy that's ever really talked about underwear and not been like, oh, you look hot. Oh, my God, you must uh, be gay. And I'm right. going, that's because I know better. Exactly. And it was like he was very shocked and it's like, this is a good conversation. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And that's what the podcast has come about to be is just people talking underwear. You get a lot of people on who do not talk underwear ever, which still just shocks me. It's just like, what? You have no one to talk underwear with? Oh, my God. And if they come on the podcast, I'm like, well, just text me anytime. Just talk. We'll talk. Just, you know, <laughs> I'm here for you. DM me, whatever. So it's been good that way. And it's funny because we had like John, who is not on social media, who's not on anything, stumble across the podcast and start listening. So that's been amazing that even guys that. not on social are finding the podcast. 
that's huge. I mean, which is kind of interesting because usually, like, you know, if you have um, something that you're interested in, you know, usually it'll bring you to social, you know, and, and you're on social media looking at underwear or whatever. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, they're not social, but they got directed to the podcast. I think that's awesome. Right. That was just blow me. And he just emailed out of the blue to me on the podcast. So cool. And I usually set up a call first. If it's someone I don't really know that well, I set up a call with them first to talk to them to see, you know, how are you? What are your interests? What do you like? Just get a general feel about who they are, because nothing's worse than doing a podcast with someone you never talked to before. Oh, my God. Talk about uncomfortable. Um, Because I do the first call so they get a little more comfortable because a lot of people are, A, nervous about talking underwear to begin with. B, they think about all the people listening, which I tell them when we talk, no one's listening. It's just two people talking. Don't even think about it because they're really nervous when we start and of course all of us are like whatever podcast time okay (laughs) and just get to know them and talk and i talked to him for like two hours the first night wow so it was a really good conversation and not all of them not all of them go that long so it's really cool to have a conversation like that where you really get to talk to someone and Get to know them as a person, which was really cool, and his journey, and he's got a very interesting journey. He's going to be back on more shows. He's already agreed, so it's like, yay. Oh, awesome. That's good. Uh, So, yeah. But it's like, I think more guys need to talk underwear, and straight guys don't. Again, it goes back to, are you talking underwear? Yeah. It's very few. One of our old assistant editors... He recommended Ergerware to his dad. Oh, his really? dad or his stepdad? I don't remember. And he was straight. And Chris's father straight. And it was like, what? He goes, yeah. He was like a major league umpire, I think, or something. He was an umpire for something. I don't don't know what which sport it was. But uh, he recommended that to where to work. So I was like, what? That's just crazy talk. Uh, but that's good. See, I mean, you want to normalize it. And the more you normalize talking about underwear, the the less fear people ha- people have, you know, to come forward and say, "Hey, I, you know, I'm into underwear too." So if we can normalize it, I mean, that's that's huge. But that's funny about ergoware. Like I came across ergoware like years and years and years ago on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned about ergoware. YouTube. <clears throat> there's a there's a guy on YouTube called Chris Van Milkoop was the guy's name I don't, I don't know why i remember his name i don't even think like he's maybe done 10 videos and he stopped but he loved er- ergoware thongs and he was a straight guy going into the military and he'd do reviews on ergoware thongs and i bought a bunch of thongs because of him i think andy was saying that he had a similar experience too with ergoware and he found Chris Van Milkoop on YouTube. Anyway, short story. Wow. That's it's always interesting where people find brands. I know. It's true. I'm, one of my favorite brands, Jack Adams, I you know, knew of, but I never really bought anything from. When I was on Insta, there was a guy that used to follow me. Awesome guy. 
and I think he followed me on on um, Tumblr before Insta. But anyway, he got me a, a gift card to Jack Adams. Uh, it was a super nice gesture of him, and I got my first pair of Jack Adams because he sent that gift card, and I've been hooked since. Yes, you have. I will say, <laughs> you definitely. Have. I de- I love that brand. Well, one of these days I'm getting it in the store. I'm just telling you. It's already it's on the list. I have a list and it's on the list. High on the list. I hope so. But it's on the list because I want the Patrick money. I will I will say that's <laughs> the only reason it's on the list. And I'll be like, You're buying for me, so come here. Yeah. I don't um, know. I, I gotta take a break, I think, from buying undies. Man, my my underwear drawers, as people saw on Twitter this week, are overflowing. I can't tell you how many DMs I got of people being like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. I'm like, don't be. It's a friggin' mess. And it's like, at least they're sorted by style. (laughs) But Just buy a new dresser. It's problem solved. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got to fold them, though. It would take me like three days to fold all these and like organize them. Don't even fold them. I just throw them in a drawer and like, I don't have time to fold that many pairs. Sorry. If you're that OCD, you can come organize my underwear drawer, but it's just getting thrown in. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I know that's how mine are. I just, I don't have time for it, but I was so embarrassed posting that post or whatever. But you see these guys with it folded by brand and color. (laughs) I'm just going, God love you. I just, that was okay. me at one point. And then the kids came around and started getting into daddy's underwear drawer and throwing them all over the room. And I just gave up. <laughs> it's just like, you go, but I'm not. And I mentioned on one of the podcasts recently, I don't remember which podcast it was, where it's like, you know, someone out there has like a walk-in closet where their underwear is in, like, looks like an oh, underwear yeah. store. You know, there's Definitely. someone out there. Because oh, if definitely. I had the money, I would be doing it. But I don't have the money for that. I'd love to see it. No one has sent us a picture yet. So I guess, although there is one fan of Cox Socks, I think they told me years ago, uh, he had like 10,000 pairs. Oh, my God. And had an amazing closet. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That's crazy. Wow. I'm like, he had this amazing penthouse. So he had the room for it. So it was just like jealous. A, for the money of that collection. So if anyone out there has a closet where it's set up like an underwear store, you need to send us a picture. Yeah, definitely. I'm dying to see. Please DM me on Twitter because I would love to see it. I will share it amongst the podcast boys and won't share out if you don't want me to. But we just want to see. We really want to see a closet like that. Did you see all these like amazing closet and all these like million dollar houses and they're set up like a store and I'm like, Someone's got to have an underwear. There's some, there's some guy out there who has it. Definitely. Send it to us. Come on, people. We know you're out there. Or if you have a friend who has it, just tell them to send it. So let's talk more about bi guys. So since you are a resident bi guy and you have really been an inspiration to many guys out there, we've gotten many emails about you over the course of the podcast about how your story intersects with theirs and it's very much similar. Yeah. What advice do you give guys when they contact you? Cause I know guys contact you 
who look up to you because a you're out to your wife, which a lot of people aren't who are by because mm-hmm. there's sort of in between both the gay world and the straight world. Cause gay guys are like, Oh, just say you're gay already. And yeah. straight people going, oh, just say you're gay already. So that's the only time they really get together. And then what advice do you give guys when they're like, I like underwear and I want to tell my, tell my partner, male or female, what advice do you get? It's a good question. I do, I do get hit up a lot for advice throughout the years I have. Again, whether it's, you know, someone, you know, despite whether or not they're gay or bi or whatever, you know, love underwear and don't share that with their significant other. I had people, you know, coming to me asking for advice about how to come out to their special partner. I had people coming to me asking advice for underwear. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of advice, but going back to your question, you know, I guess kind of being on the down low about your love of underwear with your spouse. I mean, it's a tough one. I fortunately never really had to hide that part of myself. Obviously I hid that I'm bisexual from my wife and there's a whole podcast on that. Yes, there um, is. <laughs> but in terms of the underwear, I don't I don't know how guys do that. You know, going back to the guy that gave me the gift card to Jack Adams, he is married to a woman. And, you know, I don't want to get into his personal situation at all. But he hid his massive collection from his wife. And he would do it in, like, duffel bags. And he had a massive house. And so it was, like, you know, in the fifth bedroom and, like, closets. He had, like, other dressers where, like, he would put underwear on the bottom of the drawer. And then, like, over that, he would have, like, T-shirts and stuff like that. And so he just hit his collection all over the place. And, Wait, what? Yeah, which is really sad to me. I get why, because I think he had... He was hiding other things, and I think he was scared about that. I don't think came to terms with it. And that's partially, I think, why some people do hide their love of underwear. Because, one, either they're trying to deal with something themselves and figure out their own sexuality. Or, two, they're afraid of their partner labeling them because they like to wear thongs or, or whatever. And, again, as we talked about earlier in the show... You know, society likes to say, oh, you like thongs, you must be gay, which is total crap, obviously. So by the time this comes out, you'll hear the podcast with underwear review Andrew, where his wife thought that about him. Yeah. Where his wife was like, are you hiding something else because of underwear? Yep. Yep. And sometimes that is true. There are bi guys who do that. Yep. But sometimes it's just they're just hiding the. Well, I don't think he hid underwear. He really didn't hide underwear from his wife. But he just, it was something that really wasn't accepted by most of yep. them. And then, yep. like you said, if you had to add sexuality on top of it, which is already a mindfuck to begin with, not as bad when I came out. But still, it's not like. It's difficult. It's like, it's- hey, I'm out. Um, right. I saw a TikTok about that the other day and I forgot. It's like everyone who's like, oh, it's so easy to come out. They're like, you obviously don't have to come out because, no, it is not that easy. And it's and even especially harder. With, what's that? It, yeah, I was going to say, especially if you are already married, it's even that's more harder. 
you know, it's, it's, it's definitely more difficult. And if you have a family, like, you know, exactly. with kids, I mean, that was my story. But going back to, you know, guys who might hide their underwear collection from their, their spouse or partner and stuff, I always ask them, you, know, you first need to figure out what the reason is, why, why are you hiding it? Like, it's just underwear. Let's, just, let's take a step back and remember that. It's just underwear. It doesn't mean anything else. Maybe there's other things that you need to come out with or accept or whatnot, but that doesn't mean that they go hand in hand with each other. So if we're just talking about the underwear aspect of it and why you're just hiding that collection from your spouse or partner, why? It's just underwear. Are you afraid that they're going to label you or are you afraid that they're not going to like what they see? Are you afraid that they're not going to like seeing you in said underwear? Or have they voiced maybe that, you know, men only wear boxer briefs or boxers like so you first need to figure that out and answer that second you need to just figure out how you can have that conversation with your spouse or partner you know if you're married or if you're in a long-term relationship obviously you have some sort of commitment to each other and you need to have that open conversation and you need to be able to have those open conversations regardless of how hard they are so mm-hmm. but it, i think you know the problem is that so many people attach underwear to sexuality and there's a lot of angst and fear because of that. And you need to separate the two because sure. you wear thongs or because you wear briefs or because you wear pink underwear or whatever does not make you any less of a man, does not make you gay, does not make you bi, does not make you whatever. It just makes you a person who likes pink underwear. It just makes you a person who likes thongs because they feel comfortable or whatever. And explain that to your spouse. Like, okay, you want to share that with them. Explain why you like, you know, certain underwear styles or certain colors or whatever. Why do you like it? Share that with them. Wear it for them, you know? Exactly. People, (laughs) you know, People's perceptions, I'm talking from, you know, the spouse or partner's perspective, their ideas and their, you know, how they feel about certain things often change once they see their partner wearing something that they really enjoy and are comfortable in and feel good about themselves. Because when you're really excited about something and you're wearing something that you love and you're excited to show that, that comes through. And you look at that person, you're like, oh my God, like, this person's alive and look at how like excited and happy they are. And they're going to accept that. Like if they don't shame on them, you know, you're probably with the wrong person. I'm sorry to say that, but you know, if someone can't accept you fully for who you are, you are with the wrong person. I totally agree. Story. Of course, so, you know, I've ended many a relationship over that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and, and that's across the board about anything, you know? So so yeah, you got to first figure out the reason why you're hiding it, figure out the reasons why you like it so much and, you know, have that conversation. And sometimes that conversation is just simply showing, literally showing them and say, here I am, this is me and this is what I like. Yep, I agree. And then to put on top of it, which we won't go into on this show, but we will sing. Then you have the whole lingerie aspect. That's a whole different story. Oh, totally. We'll talk about that in another show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put that in the back burner. <laughs> so, but that that's in there too, and you get labeled gay because you like wearing something like that too. And surprise, not all gay guys 
like lingerie, straight guys love it too. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Hey, but some on. straight guys, some straight guys like dildos up there. You know, I mean, it, um, it, it, it doesn't just go in underwear; it's across the board. Like, I mean, well, some rumor allegedly one of the royals does. Well, <laughs> yeah. actually, Eric sent me. Uh, was it on Friday? He texted me. Uh, a link to an article about that. He said, you're inspiring people. <laughs> it's like, I, it was trending on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Cause I saw pegging and I'm like, what the hell is happening on Twitter? But and yeah. I looked you know? and I was like, Oh, okay. Moving on. If you don't know what we're talking about, well, just go Google. I'm just not <laughs> It's speculation at this point. Nothing's come out. And I don't think you should be ashamed of it at all. If it is true, because you know, who cares? Um, exactly. Consenting hey, adults. Whatever. It's not just gay guys and bi guys that have prostates. Just saying. Exactly. So, so it's just like you do you, you do you. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of gay guys, also in the last ten years or more, bisexuality has become more accepted as well in our society. Mm-hmm. I think because when when I was coming out back in the Stone Age, it was like you were gay, you were gay or straight. There was no in between. And if you said you were bi, you were just confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really gay. Because I made that once. I was like, oh no, I'm really bi, and it's like, huh, no, not <laughs> at all. Hundred percent. So that's one thing I think's changed. In the last couple of years, because now you have like the bi pride flag and everything else going on, which we didn't have when I was coming out. So that's good to see in our society. It's true. I mean, I, I think, too, that's just, you know, as people realize and understand that sexuality literally is fluid and, you know, it's different for everybody. I mean, you know. And it really doesn't matter how you identify. I mean, people are so caught up on labeling. And if it's important to you to figure out what your label, and I'm doing air quotes, is, then fine. But don't let someone else tell you that, you know, you have to figure out what you are. Like, just be you, you know? And I think that, you know, it's gotten easier as time has gone on since, you know, you came out to him that you know yes. it's become more wow. people understand that i mean lesbian gay bi pan trans you know gone on and on and on you know so i think that you know people are more accepting that okay it's not just gay or bi there are other people who identify different ways true and don't fit the box of just being gay or just being straight you know but again, like I said, True. if it's important to you to figure out what your label is and figure out your sexuality and label that, then then go on that journey and figure it out. But don't feel as though you have to by any means. You know, that's yeah. a personal thing and it shouldn't matter to anybody but yourself. I agree. Although with our recent Supreme Court, we're going back to the 80s. <laughs> I know. So it's like, it very much reminded me of the 80s, because if you did not come of age in the 80s, I came at the end of the AIDS 
epidemic before the drugs, when you got the diagnosis, you were basically two years before you were dead. That's before any of the, the drugs we have now and PrEP and all that stuff. So I can't tell you how many people I know died in the late 80s, early 90s. More than I can count. Sad. It's It still makes me mad. There's certain things that's like, that's just one area you do not bring up with me, especially when they talk politics and the whole monkeypox thing is going that way too. And I'm just like, wait a minute here. Right. Don't even go here today because I am not in the mood. Yeah. Relatives get upset when a bad talk raking over the whole thing. I was like, that means burning in hell. I'm sorry if you're Republican. Sorry, he's burning in hell. <laughs> the end of discussion. Whole thing. No, no, no. He could have done something. Didn't. But whatever. I'm not going to get on my soapbox for that. And then you have the whole fight for rights. The march in Washington in 87 and 92. So it's like there were a lot of things happening. And because this generation is used to. The marriage equality in 2015, the ruling that you can't be fired if you're gay two years right. ago. So you're used to all these things happening, and then all of a sudden you get a step back. But I was watching The View the other day, and they had Billy Porter on, who brought up a very good point. Because he asked that. him about everything going on. They're like, why do you think this happened? He goes, because the change has already happened. Yep. It's already happened. You can't change it now. It's done. Right. So you're trying to push back, but baby, it's done. And I'm like, that man has a point. Yes, it has changed. If you look at polling about marriage equality, you look at everything else, everything they're pushing, majority of the people don't want. And look at Kansas. Huh, that told you something. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to get into politics, but. <laughs> no, I do that. So, yeah, it's changing. It's I think that's sort of filtering into underwear. So that's my roundabout way to getting to underwear. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back home. But that is going into underwear now. And I think the straight guys who are out there who who are loving underwear can now feel like, oh, I can wear this, too. It's not just and by guys. It's not just gay guys. Right. We can feel sexy. We can feel comfortable. All the steps happened. And it's not just a gay thing or anything like that. It's more, I want to be who I am. It's definitely and, gone better. I mean, I remember when I was on Tumblr, you know, when I first started, you know, kind of getting into the underwear community. I don't even know, 10 years ago. There's a there was a guy who followed me, a gay guy, and we're actually we're friends to this day. But I remember I'd posted a picture of myself in a thong, <clears throat> and I was identifying as straight then um, because you know it's too chicken shit to accept who I was. But regardless, I remember him sending me a DM or whatever you called it back then, being like, "Wait, you're straight, but you're wearing a thong." And I'm like, "Seriously, dude? <laughs> like, I don't and." It was unusual that you would hear that kind of from a gay person. Oh, yeah. But it has gotten so much better that it's still not great. You know, straight guys and even bi guys, they're just, they're afraid to be, to love underwear because there's such a stigma about it and there shouldn't be. It's crazy. 
Well, one of my cu- one of the people I follow on Instagram is what is it, <laughs> tiny bikini couple? They're a straight couple. Yeah, and they always get the comments because he wore a pink thong in one of the recent posts. And what, when they do questions, they're like, "Oh, really? He's straight in a pink thong?" And I'm like, "Exactly." It's straight crazy. men wear pink. Um, okay. And then they like every time they do the question thing, it's always like. Are you sure he's straight? Yeah. Are you sure? And I don't know because they have a very mixed because it's him and her showing. So they have a following that's very mixed, right. probably some gay, straight, whatever, and bi. And it's like. And women. <laughs> and women. Yeah. And I have conversations with them and I'm like, what? I was like, how? You get this a lot, don't you? And they're like, yeah. It's like. What the? Because when you look at the the thong community, there are a ton, a ton of straight guys who love thongs. Ton. And it's not about, okay, and I'm not sure why they love thongs. Uh, Hopefully we'll get some more on and talk in depth about it. But it's like, why does it matter if they like thongs? Why... I think it deals with they're able to be who they are, like you said, and not really give a fuck. Yeah. Especially the ones on social media, because they're just like, whatever. And like I tell people, I was like, I try to talk to people as they are people and not like sexual objects. Although sometimes certain people out there, it's hard because it's like, damn. But the one in particular knows I have to get my comments, but you know. I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Um, <laughs> I always say the like crazy comments to him, and then we talk politics and everything else. So it's like, it's like you know I have to say it. So, but it's like I try to talk to people about underwear. So it's like underwear, not like I will tell them, give them a compliment. Oh, you look great in that, mm-hmm. or that's a great color, or you're something. It's not like oh my god, you're so hot. Oh my god, look at that peach. Uh, I don't really do that. So I think that's another reason the podcast has been so successful is when I talk to people, I'm not just like, hey, you look, oh, my God. Right. Show your dick. Um, those type of things. Right. So it's able to talk to people and relate to them on underwear, on a level we both connect. And I've made some really great straight friends through it that way. Who We talk underwear. We talk other things. It just really depends on the day. And it's like, hey this is great. And it's like, and it's underwear that brought us together. It's crazy to me. Cause when I started the blog in 2008, I wanted straight guys to read and everyone was like, oh, that's a pipe dream, whatever. And now it's coming true. Yeah. And it's like, see, I told you, told you. And but now they're back, doing it. Yep, go What's that? I was going to say, but going back to like the comments that that straight couple were getting about him wearing a, a pink thong, it goes back to what I was saying earlier in the show, where we need to separate underwear from sexuality. And we exactly. need to separate underwear from something sexual, to be honest. I mean, underwear is just underwear. Yes, it can be sexy, but someone having an appreciation for someone else wearing the underwear does not have to be sexual in nature it can just mean appreciation because it's something that you enjoy and 
it's a hobby of yours as well. It does not be a sexual thing. So like to the straight guys, you know, they're often afraid if they have a spouse to, you know, be on social media and stuff and never mind posting themselves, but liking other guys in pairs of underwear that they like because they don't want that to be misconstrued as something sexual or they're confused and they're confused about their sexuality. We need to separate the three things. We need to separate underwear from sexuality and we need to separate it from something that's sexual. You know, sure, all three can exist at the same time, but underwear can just be underwear. And it can just be something that someone enjoys because they like the underwear, <laughs> period, end of story. And same with colors, about the pink thong. Like, for crying out loud, anybody can wear pink. Can we get over, you know, these these pink colors and exactly. having, like, how can a color have a gender? I just don't get it. Like, it's it crazy. It doesn't. It doesn't. But you brought up a very good point that if you follow Preppy Nundies, he made we had a discussion there's a difference between sexual and uh being sensuous in underwear yes that you want to show off how you and underwear you want to feel good but you're not doing it to get the hey yeah you look hot i want to fuck you yeah but you want to show your love of it you feel confident and so there's a whole dichotomy there. Yes, you can have, like you said, at the same time, everything above, but you just want to show off yourself, no matter your body type or whatever you want to do. But it's just you have confidence and you feel good. So yep. that's another thing to fit in. And that that is definitely a show to do. I'm trying to get him on a show, but we have not had schedules to meet up yet but that's one thing that really when he brought it up i'm like that's a damn good point yeah that is an amazing point because there are people online who aren't doing it for the sexual part of it they just love underwear and want to share their love so that was me i mean as a as a i mean starting off in the undies community is you know Living myself in straight, but now I'm bi, you know, even as a bi guy, like I, I'm not looking for attention. I, when I had my Instagram, the whole point of my Instagram wasn't for attention. It was to literally show off my underwear collection and review. Like, I mean, I would, I would do three, four paragraph reviews on the underwear with my posts. It wasn't looking for a cent- a- attention being like, you know, look at me, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I always focus just on the underwear, not my body. Like, I look great, but I don't show my body because it's, that's not me. I'm not looking for attention. And my pictures were always just focused just on the underwear. And it was confusing for people to believe that that's what I wanted to do, you know, because they're on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, because they're looking for the intention or they want to sexualize it or, you know, so they're the ones going around saying, oh, you know, he must be gay because he's doing this and I'm gay and I do this. Or he's looking for attention because that's what I'm doing. And it's just that's not necessarily everybody's story. Exactly. We have a lot of work in front of us, mister. 
<laughs> we do. Yeah. This was I going to be a really short podcast, I thought. I and I know. <laughs> and we've gone a lot longer than I thought we would go and talked about a lot more, which is a good thing. So I'm not complaining, but it's just like, wow. <laughs> okay. This is a podcast that, damn. Because. And the whole point is, well, the whole point of this is we want to get more bi guys on the show because bi guys have more issues with underwear and everything. Like you were saying that it's both sides of the fence. Yeah. And depending on which side you like better or you want to be in a relationship because there are guys who only want to be in a relationship with one or the other and only have sex with the other. And it's a whole complicated thing. Like you said, Sexuality is fluid and people fit across the spectrum in many different places. Yeah. So it's not just, okay, you can, some people can date a guy, some people can't, some want women, some want, you know, some want both at once, no judgment. Some people are just, you know, physically attracted to one gender and emotionally attracted to another. I mean, exactly. Bisexuality, and this is why I had a very difficult time coming to terms with my own sexuality, and I really went down that journey of trying to figure it out because I I needed to for myself. It's very friggin' confusing. And when you're entrenched in the underwear community and posting online, it gets even more confusing. And it gets even more confusing when you've been with your wife for, you know, 20 years. And even more confusing when you have kids with them. I mean, there's a lot. So if there are guys out there that are really struggling, reach out to me. You know, I've Patrick. been through it. <laughs> well, Patrick's here to help. And bisexual is a bigger mindfuck than just being gay. Because being gay is easy because you only like one. And people understand that. But a lot of people, gay and straight, really don't understand bisexual men. And even bisexual men don't understand bisexual men. I got to be honest. Like, I mean, there are times even now that I struggle still being like, is this really who I am? And then I'll think of certain things that like, yeah, no, you know, this is right. You know, but it's still it's like it's it's very confusing. It is confusing. It is something that, you know, it's. It just boggles the mind at times. So it's yeah. more complex than just being gay. It's more, and families don't understand it because they're like, wait a minute, don't you like guys? And it's like, well, what are you doing with the woman? And what do you mean by? What do you, what is, so yeah, we have a lot yeah. of work in front of us. We just, oh, totally. And that's why at the beginning of the show, what I said, you know, if it's important to you to put that label to it, you take that journey for you, not for anybody else. But exactly. if it's not, then just be who you are. It doesn't matter, you know? Just just live your life as authentic to yourself as you can. And forget and the just label. Be honest with whoever you're with. Exactly. That's the important thing. You gotta be true to who you're with. I know times are changing. Like Billy Porter said, the change has already happened, so we gotta catch up to the change. Yep. And get the society to realize, oh yeah, it's Gay people already have been bi, and sexuality is just not one box you fit in. It's like, you're gay, you're straight. Nope. nope. It's fluid, it's crazy, it's oh, it's a big mess. 
and but people when just you let people being, yeah, figure uh, out who they are and leave them alone exactly. and let them live their lives because it does not affect you exactly. unless you're dating them. Exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, people need to stop being so closed-minded and more accepting and more open and, you know, kind to each other, to be honest. It's like, you know, it's not your journey. You don't have a say. <laughs> Let the person figure out who they are on their terms and they'll share with you the important aspects that you need to know if you're in a relationship with them. Exactly. And we've had so many guys be jealous of Patrick because his wife knows and is accepting. And I mean, that was I was shit. <laughs> you know, it was not easy by any means to come out after all those years of uh, being with my wife and, you know, finally wow. accept myself and then come forward and tell her, you know, and again, even now I get a lot of crap from, from people uh, being like, well, are you really bi? You've never done anything with a guy. And it's like, <laughs> really? Like wow. you, you think that you have to have sexual experiences uh, to know, you know, if you like a certain sex or not. Uh, I mean, I don't think. Okay. So. That's, stu- that's stupid. Yeah. Um, two, it's your relationship with your wife. So that's between you two. Yes. And while many people in straight, bi, gay are non monogamous anymore, it's up to the person to figure out what they want. But also, yes. when you said that, you know, she found the article you wrote on the blog and I was like, oh, great. Tells him to get a divorce. That's so wonderful. Yay. Continuing my home record streak. Yay. Because um, I did break up many homes back in the day. I was, I was a home wrecker. I did sleep with other people's husbands. Big home wrecker. Because my motto at the time was, if you can't have a happy home, break someone else's up. Um, so, yeah. I broke up many a home, gay and straight. Back in Malay. Luckily, I've never had any jealous wives come after me. <laughs> That's um, okay. I've had, I have had the jealous boyfriends come after me, but, you know, <laughs> I can handle that. But, yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, holy shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, oh, it's good now. And I'm like, oh. Whew. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it's still it's still tough. And again, like well, too, me, when you, that experience of me accepting myself finally, and then that being able to actually verbally tell my wife, I mean, I, my body was literally convulsing and shaking it and it was uncontrollable. I could not control my body because it was like years of repressed feelings and guilt and whatever, just literally leaving my body. And it was crazy crazy i mean it really was crazy i don't know how else to experience uh, to explain it it was just you know so i feel for the guys out there that maybe they have figured out who they are and they are partnered or married and they haven't been able to be open with their spouse and i i know how you're feeling and i know it weighs heavy on you and it's it's hard and trust me, I do not judge you if you can't come forward with that person because it is not easy. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying I understand if you haven't or you can't because it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Well, since that writing, which I never thought your wife would find, 
Because when you did it, it's like, oh, great. Okay. And then it's like, oh, shit. So now anytime I do anything in the blog, I have a preference. Okay. You do realize your sweet mother <laughs> may find this, right? <laughs> the Patrick Clause. <laughs> it's the Patrick Clause now. It's like, so I just want you to be aware. A, is your partner aware of this? Okay, B. And B, if you do this, are you okay with them finding out some way? Yeah, because I don't want to be the cause of a breakup. I want you to know all the facts beforehand, because I never thought in a million years when you wrote that it would get back to your wife who found it through a Google search. And I'm just like, holy shit. I know. And all because she was Googling, uh, you know, nice underwear or whatever, because she wanted to buy me a really awesome pair of underwear. And she just happened (sighs) to come across UNB. So, yeah, that is. uh so now if you come on, that's usually one question I will ask you. It's like, okay, because everyone asks, I'm like, hey, first, is your partner aware of this? And if they're like, oh, yeah, they fully support me. I'm like, great, no problems. And B, they're like, no, not really. I said, B, are you okay with them finding out somehow? Google, <laughs> anyway, friends stumbling on it. Hey, is this your husband? Um, yeah, are you ready for that? And B, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> St. Patrick Claus, because it was just like, oh my God, I feel so horrible. Um, But luckily it turned out. So I was like, yeah, everything turned out um, way better than I ever dreamed of it turning out. I was scared as hell. Uh, Glad it all worked out for you, mister, because you you are an inspiration to many. You're awesome. You're one of my favorite people. So thank you. I always have been and always will be. Even though you hate your voice, and I think it's amazing. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Does Get anyone over it. really like their voice? Except for maybe no. James Earl Jones. Like, James Earl Jones has the best freaking voice of a guy James Earl ever. Jones <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. The two, yeah, I think. exactly. Exactly. Because they both get, like, a shitty voice. <laughs> millions for their voice. And it's like, yeah, I love my voice. It pays me. Everyone hates it. That's usually the number one reason not to come on a podcast. They give at first. It's like, well, I hate my voice. And I'm like, well, you don't have to listen. Yep. And it's that simple. I mean. And there's so many guys that I would love to hear. Like, I would love AndyDude24 on Instagram to finally get on a podcast. I've been working. I've been working slowly, but surely. I know, but he won't. I mean, he and I text non-stop daily and he just yeah i don't think it would ever happen and the I main reason him, uh, is his voice we talk on the ig quite a bit so it's like i got him to do a written interview so yes, that was a step so i was happy but yeah he would be i think he would be amazing on a podcast because i think he's amazing as well but yes i will have to tell you something after this too because i don't I'm say it on the podcast. <laughs> it's something about the podcast. Sorry, people. You just have to. Secret. There's certain things I have to keep from you, people, because I'm working on it, and I don't want you to get all excited and then come to me and go, "Where's this show at?" And it blew <laughs> up, and I'm going, "Well, it's not happening now." So certain things I have to keep from you, people. I'm sorry, but I have to do it. I wish I could tell you everything we're planning, but it's a lot of work. And sometimes <laughs> it don't work out, or we record a show when it just goes to hell. Which just happened more than once, which I'm not happy about, but it happens. It does happen. So, and sometimes that's a blessing because the show was not real good to begin with. And 
yeah, it's like, yay, I'm happy for that. But yeah. Okay, I guess we'll wrap up there because we've gone way longer than I thought to. We could probably get for another hour if we keep talking. Yeah, but I, I think we're going to need a part two. <laughs> we're going to do a part two, and we're looking for more bi guys to come on. So if you are a bi guy, and I've talked to several, and want to come on and join in the conversation, we'd love to have you on and talk yeah. about it because there are more issues than just the normal stuff with underwear because you got to deal with a lot more crap. So that was part of the reason getting Patrick on today. So it was just the two of us. Uh, so yeah, it's, it was a fun show. I always love talking to Patrick because you can talk to hours, talk to him for hours. <laughs> he's just easy to talk to. I'm just it's the way it is. So tell everyone where they can find you, mister. If they don't know already, if you and if you want to reach out to him, feel free. Yeah, definitely. Please reach out to me. I am currently on Twitter at BriefSpot. And he's been on a little bit more lately, so it's only taking probably about two weeks to get back to you now instead of a month. I, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, the photos of my uh, underwear drawers, people seem to really like that took off. So I think and I got more it. love on my underwear drawers than actually my own pictures. <laughs> well, yeah. And he did post a national underwear picture, and I'm like, "There's no underwear there." He goes, "Look closer," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I did, I, I did end up deleting that." <laughs> oh well, you missed it. Sorry, boo boos. Yeah, little little booty, but yeah. So yeah, sorry, people. If you missed it, you missed it. But if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. You know, you know. So, yay. All right, everyone. Have an amazing week. Follow me at UNB Tim, and we will have lots more podcasts coming up soon. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.